Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. everybody to the lazy geeks podcast i'm stephen vargas and i'm adam Riley. and we are back uh really quickly there's something a little bit of housekeeping that i wanted to touch up on <laughs> uh we did a show last week we actually titled it stalking channing tatum because um adam revealed his his um overall extremely flamboyant man crush on channing I don't know tatum all that flamboyant I mean, yeah shit. you know I, I heard stuff on the other end of the conversation. I didn't want to bring it to attention. I just, you know, just said. Uh, I'm secure enough in my masculinity. masculinity. <laughs> I'm, I'm secure enough in my masculinity to jerk off the Channing Tatum. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> Why Don't not, judge right? me. Don't judge me. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. You know. Hey, I'm your best nightmare. I mean, your worst nightmare. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, we did record a podcast last week, but for some reason, the software that I was using managed to capture only 10 minutes of our hour-long podcast, <laughs> the very beginning and the very end. So we have a good bookend uh, for the podcast. Now, I was thinking about releasing it just to kind of just like, hey, we did record a show. This is proof. Uh, but then I thought it just, it, without context, it wouldn't sound as funny or, you know, just be like, why did I waste time doing that? So technically this is show 148 because we did actually record a show 147. And that brings us actually two shows away from 150 big milestone. Dun, dun, dun. And you know what happens then? 151. So pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. And that's another 50 more from 200. Um, but what, what it, uh, I'm going to add it to the end of this show because I just thought it would just be a good little um, outro. It's just like 10 minutes of random shit. And then because it's actually seamless, I played the whole audio because when I was looking at the phone, I'm like, why is this so small? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So I was listening to it and then it just kind of dissolved. It just like faded into the end of our conversation. So it was actually kind of funny. 
So attacking out to the end of this, so you technically you get uh, you get a, a regular shell and some change. So uh, yeah, so that's all of that. You're welcome. Yeah, exactly. So you get a little you get a little extra. Um, extra, <laughs> extra, extra. <laughs> I used to thinking that too. Like, okay, now we're gonna talk about Lindsay Lohan. Oh my God, that meme you f you uh, posted yesterday. Are that you... wasn't meme. That was scientific fact. <laughs> if you, this was awesome. If you hadn't seen the meme, uh, it's it was uh, Lindsay Lohan, and it was uh, oh, what was it was about aging, right? No, it was about how she looks fucked up. <laughs> I think. I don't know. Um, it was Lindsay Lohan. It was before and after picture. So it was yeah. back. Like Mean her Girls. Pre, her her pre-Herbie days. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She was hot, too. She was super hot. And then it, it's the now, which she looks like a fucking. Crack whore. Crack, crack whores think she looks bad. <laughs> yeah, and that's then, that's that's something. When you got crack whores going, girl. <laughs> yeah. And then they have. uh uh, Sir Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart, excuse me. Yes. I knew, I remember the Patrick Stewart. I'm like, isn't there something I'm supposed to say before Patrick Stewart? <laughs> um, and it says, uh, it has before and after. He pretty much looks the same. I mean, he looks like a little older, but yeah. he doesn't. He really, he looks he, like. Yeah. Oh, because it said, uh, and it, it showed up before and after, and it said cocaine under Lindsay Lohan. As an Earl Grey tea. <laughs> Adam's like, I'm drinking Earl Grey tea right now. Right. Oh my God! I know it's like that's the best commercial you could have for that. Cause like him and Hugh Jackman, fucking don't age. Like they actually. I think I think he looks better now. I think so too. I really do. <laughs> like yeah. Um. But anyway, this last week we had a slew of trailers come out. Uh, a slew, a, a slew, slew a slew of trailers. It's like a spooge, splooge of trailers. Oh my, oh my God, it's a plethora, <laughs> a plethora of trailers. A plethora of trailers. Uh, first, we'll go with the Flash, which was something I was eager for, and I think you were pretty interested in seeing how they were. Flash, <laughs> not that Flash, but you know. Sorry. Oh, speaking of which, I saw a guy. On, I saw on Twitter yesterday, um, some guy had these custom made, uh, these custom made like Adidas or something like that, green, but they were done up in the Flash Gordon type of green. You know, it was all. It was supposed to be done for like you know like charity. Like you get these custom made, and the money goes to charity. But it was done in honor of Flash Gordon, of the '80s Flash Gordon. I was like, dude, if it came with fucking, like, Queen as the soundtrack, boom. <laughs> I, I would have bought one. <laughs> nice. But, uh, yeah, the uh, the Flash trailer for the CW, which is coming to TV uh, this fall. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, I mean, I thought it looked, it looked cool. Like, it looks interesting. But it looks like a CW show. Uh, everybody yeah, looks and, like and a kid. It just... <laughs> Like, I keep trying to watch, uh, Art, not Archer, Arrow. Archer's great. Archer's I keep great. I keep trying to watch Arrow. And it's not a bad, th this is the, my problem with CW. It's not a bad show. It's just, it seems like it's not written for me. Like, it's written for 15-year-olds. Yeah. It's very simplistic in its story. Even the twists, you're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Kind of yeah. saw that coming. Right. You know? 
But I have noticed the quality's been going up too, so we'd have to wait and see how they handle it. Handle it. <laughs> I um, I was kind of surprised that they stuck with the. I liked that they stuck a little bit with the origin, but then there's like you know it, that lightning strike created other meta humans, so it's like okay, so now that we see we're gonna see other, you know villains with superpowers was because of this this activate it's like a it was like a x-men kind of thing you know you reach right. the age of puberty then you suddenly you get affected with your mutant powers do, 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 do. but uh yeah i mean i mean from the extended trailer that trailer is long too it was like five minutes um yeah it was but it was a cool trailer i dug it um i'm i'm curious to see it if it'll hold hold my attention past the first episode will be a unique twist, especially for a CW show. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but one trailer that everybody wanted to see and is probably even more confused now than they were before they knew anything about it <laughs> was, of course, Christopher Nolan's Interstellar. That trailer was badass, though. It's funny, too, because, like, Nolan can keep shit quiet. Like, yeah, if he wants to keep something a secret, it's a fucking secret. Like, I don't understand... I honestly, it makes me think that the leaks are on purpose on yeah. other on other things. Yeah, because like you know, like with Batman Returns or the Dark Knight Rises, sorry, Batman Returns, <laughs> the Dark Knight Rises, um, and even the Dark Knight, there wasn't a whole lot of leaked stuff on set. Like you know, sometimes oh yeah, you'd see like these cars stacked here in front of, you know, the uh, tunnel in L.A. or whatever, and all of this stuff and or the fight scene because it's out in the middle of the public and it's just like going, yeah but you didn't see a whole lot like there wasn't like these all of these leaks so it just yeah it just kind of does seem like it's a little more of like a uh, uh marketing campaign um than anything but uh what did what did you think about it because you told me this got you kind of aroused seeing it Ooh. um <laughs> no i mean the it it answers questions but it leaves questions new questions you know like um oh so we we know what do we know we know that they're running out of food right okay we don't know why right but we know they're running out of food um there's something to do with fires that are going on <laughs> right um i'm thinking either a drought or there's some kind of like political bullshit going on yeah a drought would would make sense though like the fires are happening because everything's dry and things aren't growing and stuff like that my main question is is this they seem to be alluding to something in space is going to solve this problem yeah but yeah they leave you no clue as to what it is so what the fuck like what in space like are they gonna find a water planet and like build a pipe i don't understand because didn't they show like saturn at one point well he was by saturn and then yeah. he went into a like a, a wormhole right so I think maybe that probably is like they were testing it and they didn't go that far or some mm -hmm. stupid shit like that. But um, I don't know. Like what? What is yeah, it? I mean, and, you know, obviously, you know, we can all believe, you know. Um, uh, oh, my God. I forgot her fucking name already. I can't believe it. We were just talking about her, too. Uh, I forgot her name, too. Anne Hathaway. She's, she's so hot, too. And I can I remember. <laughs> Anne Hathaway as an astronaut. Because it's believable. I mean, you know. Why not? I, you know. 
you know, I mean, she Why not? she did have a degree in astrophysics, so you know, <laughs> right? It's quite possible. You know, we'll see her. We'll see her. Uh, her the universe explained in two minutes book come out. You know, just before mm. the movie, so everybody will be yeah. like, oh, okay. Um, Knowing how the media is now that she's in this movie, people are going to ask her questions about astrophysics. Yeah. <laughs> and she's going to go, what the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> just an actress. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, it visually is going to look stunning. Um, you know, the fact that, like, you know, engineers couldn't do anything, but yet they build a rocket. Um, and Matthew McConaughey somehow plays a very pivotal role in it. Uh, of course, we have Anne Hathaway and um, Michael Caine, of course, because it's not a Nolan movie without Michael Caine in it. Right. Um, so, you know, it looks it looks pretty interesting. I'm like, and, and like when I was watching, I'm like, I'm not sure, like how to feel about it. I did like the fact where they were showing them going into like water, so obviously they're going into that hibernation uh, kind of uh, treatment. This at one. Yeah, but, but they're going into hibernation. But I thought they had wormhole technology. Like, what the fuck? Unless they come across a wormhole, who knows? It's Nolan. Nolan. It's he, Nolan. Nolan said. Nolan said there would be, they would be using wormholes. Well, he could have meant they came across one. Mm -hmm. Or maybe that's what they found in space, and that's what they're trying to see. I don't know. Who fucking knows? Um, but the tagline, you know, we weren't meant to die on Earth. Yeah, it's kind of beast mode. Yeah, it's like. And it's like all of a sudden you just want to see Matthew McConaughey look up and then you just want to hear the <laughs> see him look up and go alright alright <laughs> all right. to the end of like I have to see it now. Yeah, you'd hear the music alright 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 you're like boom it's, it's going to cross a billion dollars in its first weekend <laughs> Now's the time. <laughs> you see Matthew McConaughey, a radzad. <laughs> I like Matthew McConaughey too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think he's a. I think he's a good guy. You know, I think I think Matthew McConaughey. He plays the kind of actor. He's the kind of actor that just plays the kind of dude you'd want to hang out with. Yeah, you just you expect him to be like, oh, like I'll buy you a beer. Come on, sit down. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to hang out with uh, McConaughey. <laughs> that's, that's that's my that's my goal of life. <laughs> goal of life. Yeah. yeah, keep keep them keep them reasonable. So you know, <laughs> keep your goal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but another one that was pretty fucking badass. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy released their second trailer. Adam and I were actually kind of talking about this. That it was it's actually kind of funny that we're hyping trailers. And I'm fully on board, but I mean, it's yeah, it's but just it's, funny. It is. It's it, that's that's the same thing. It's like, oh, I'm 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 down for seeing that. I can't wait for it. But it's just kind of funny that we're like, in two days, you get to see another two minute trailer for a movie. There was a teaser trailer for the trailer. <laughs> exactly. That's what makes it. That's what makes it hilarious. Although yeah. in this one, we got to see a bit more. I I was digging on it. Um, we got to see. We got to hear Rocket Raccoon. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that dude, he, he, Rocket's a fucking pimp, dude. Dude, it doesn't even sound like Bradley Cooper. No, it doesn't. Uh, I mean, just when he cocks the gun, he's like, "Oh yeah." And well, the other line he had was, "Well, I don't have a long lifespan anyway." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like fuck it. <laughs> yeah. 
but the most awesome if you haven't seen this part you're gonna have to watch it it's when <laughs> it's when fucking rocket adjusts himself in that awesome slow-mo walk down the hallway <laughs> that <laughs> see he just adjusts himself you're like damn <laughs> but uh it looks really cool i mean i i'm still i'm probably even more on board with it now i mean we got to know a little more of the story and uh you know i just i think it's going to be super fun i think yeah. that's all it's designed to be is just to be a fun marvel movie it didn't ha- they didn't have to put marvel on it it would look like just a fun movie but i think because marvel you know marvel's guardians of the galaxy i think raises the stakes a little bit i think it attracts more people that probably wouldn't have seen it that wouldn't have gone to see it if it was otherwise if it was something yeah, I agree with that. And you can kind of tell, like, each each trailer has a different tone to it. You know, it, they all have comedy in them, but, like, one this last one was way more on the comedy side. Mm-hmm. And, like, the first one was much more about the action. Right. You know, so they're trying to hit everybody. And, because, and it kind of makes sense, too, because this movie isn't... Comic book fans will see it, but it's it's not compared to like the Avengers or, or a Batman or, or something like that it's not like guaranteed right you know a million people are gonna go see it you know what I mean because a lot of people don't know who the hell Guardians of the Galaxy are yeah yeah but you're I mean and the cool thing is is that it looks like fun for adults like something that you're gonna want to see you're gonna like oh this is gonna be fun and then you got a talking raccoon which is automatically gonna go with the kids because you got a talking raccoon that's gun crazy yeah, and a little, a little homicidal. I have to think that <laughs> if they keep it like the comic, he's not exactly a a friendly he's the, creature. He's the one that's off the mm. most. Yeah, like he he doesn't. He's just fucking weird, and he, so. he has a temper. Oh yeah, the little guy. But uh, it's so it should it actually should be a, quite a bit of fun. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait for that. I know, and they put that song again at the tagline. I'm like, is that what was it? What was the other song they put? They put a different song. Yeah, too. they put a different song in the beginning. I can't remember which one it was, but it was also another classic, kind of poppy kind of tune, which it, which gives it that total different sense when you're watching it. It just automatically feels fun. Like they're not trying to sell it as a new gritty sci-fi action movie, you know. So it should be interesting. Grit, grit, gritty, gritty, grit, grit, gritty, gritty. This isn't a no. Anyway. This isn't a Nolan comic book movie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it's time we head into some uh, to hand some news. So first up in movie news, when you're a creative person, one of the biggest inspirations is when you see something pulled off right. In recent months, Hugh Jackman has been talking about the possibility of possibly, possibly. <laughs> I keep saying it's possibility, possibly leaving the role that made him famous some 15 years ago, and something keeps pulling him back. Uh, in the most recent interview, he stated that he may have one more Wolverine movie left in him, but that has seemed to change. At a red carpet event in Australia of X-Men Days of Future Past, he claims that most uh, his most recent outing of the character could bring him back for another X-Men movie after all. There has been speculation that Wolverine could come back in X-Men Apocalypse, which is which has been suggested to be filmed before the second Wolverine sequel. Quote, at one point you're right, I said I was pretty sure, but I'm less sure as it goes along because after seeing this movie, the whole thing feels fresher to me than ever. And during the movie, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's kind of a clean slate, so who knows where it's going to go as long as I have 
the passion for it and the fans will have me uh my suspicion is that they're going to be creating nearly an alternate timeline with this film the future version will go into its own past to change the future thus could change his tragic character after x-men the last stand and allow him to go into a new direction entirely maybe even make him grittier than his original 2000 movie would allow Ooh. uh it was a recent uh, it was as recent as last month when he jackman spoke about leaving the role uh he was inspired to do the wolverine to make the movie uh, a Wolverine movie that audiences deserved and did days and did days of future past to work with singer again actors get tired of playing a character after so long because they can only go so far if they retcon the previous films then it looks like they could bring it new as uh, character to life again um, it kind of seems that way that with the movie coming out it's been getting rave reviews of X-Men movie calling it like the best comic book movie we will we'll have um, which they said with which they said with Captain America, uh, Winter Soldier, I think simply because of just the sheer spectacle of the film, I think is big. Um, whether it's the biggest comic book movie, I'm not so sure. But I, to me, it seems like uh, they are kind of retconning it a little bit, and yeah. and with that, because Wolverine's going into his younger self. So if he stays on for at least a couple more movies, they could actually change him up some are even saying we can see the the old logan from that comic book series he did uh that they did a few years back so we'll see that'd be interesting yeah <sighs> whatever <laughs> Jeez. I, just want, I just want marvel to do it uh, you know just get upset about yeah. this shit. whatever <laughs> here's, a, here's another getting upset for a weird reason um <laughs> A sequel to Spring Breakers, simply titled Spring Breakers The Second Coming, wow. has been announced has been announced, but not everyone you would expect is on board. Um I and oh by the way, since the writing of this, it's a little wishy washy if it's actually going to happen or not, but people are talking about it, you know. Important people. Um Star of the first film, James Franco, has denounced the sequel, calling it <laughs> quote, a poison ship and a weak sequel. The sequel will reportedly be about a group of vacation party vacation party partiers vacationing would probably sound better. Yeah. Partiers vacationing, battling against a Christian cult. Or something along those lines anyway, is what I wrote. <laughs> um, there have been talks about hiring on some of the original actors from the first film, but it's safe to say Franco wants no part of it either way. Quote from Franco, this is not being done with Harmony Corrine or my consent, Franco wrote. The original was Holy Harmony's uh, creation, and these producers are capitalizing on the innovative film to make money on a weak se sequel. Innovative I film? I, I guess. I want everyone to know that whoever is involved in the sequel is jumping on board a poison ship. Can you imagine someone making the sequel to Taxi Driver without Martin Scorsese's or Robert De Niro's consent? Insanity. I'm speaking... I'm speaking up for Harmony and his original vision and for any creative person who cares about preserving artistic integrity. So then I go on to say, while comparing Spring Breakers to Taxi Driver is a bit of a stretch. <laughs> uh, uh, I said the point is still valid. We all know how the real world works, and the Spring Breakers film isn't owned by Harmony Corrine or James Franco, but you would think a bit of respect is due to Harmony, at least to involve him in some capacity. 
Um, and I, you know, I stand by that. But the the main the main thing is <laughs> is um, this is a choose your battle situation because this innovative film we're talking about was not good. And I I had a theory, and I told Steve we were waiting. It's not even a theory. This this is how it works. Spring Breakers is had what did it have? It had four hot chicks. I'm talking hot. All right, I don't care who you are. Vanessa Hudgens is hot. Mm. Um, wasn't it Selma? Selma Selma Gomez. Gomez. Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Yeah. And the other chicks. (laughs) That's pretty much how that is. Um, they're all they're all bananas hot, and they're in fucking bikinis all the time. Right. So. And James Franco was in dreadlocks or cornrows cornrows yeah and he had and he had like a gold grill or something so you have all these you have these hot chicks in the movie this makes the movie even worse because the movie was bad even though (laughs) you had all those chicks like half naked the entire time because you have a a movie like uh, Sucker Punch right so Sucker Punch is not a good movie at all but (laughs) you'll sit through it and you'll enjoy it as a campy, shitty movie. And one of those reasons, even if you don't want to admit it, is because those chicks are fucking silly hot. Yeah. You know, so they helped the movie in some way, in, in like an animalistic way, they helped the movie. They, what's, what's there was funny, no helping Spring Breakers. What's funny, though, is that you really liked Sucker Punch when it came out. I did. I, I really did like that movie. It was funny because I saw the movie in the theater. And um, I was like, oh, that was, you know, that was cool. It was different, you know. And I, I did admit the story was a little weak, but I was like, the movie was cool. It was enjoyable. It was fun to watch. And then I went home, fired up my computer, and everybody hated it. So I was like, what the hell? And people like him. I, every time I like something, everybody hates it. <laughs> well, I still remember that one time, that, like, you and I in my front yard were having this conversation about you were defending the movies. <laughs> and I was like, it was it, it i mean visually it it's what made me it's what made me worry about man of steel because you know and and now and to to me personally man of steel didn't deserve the kind of rancor it got i thought it was a good decent it was a good movie everybody bitching and moaning and wailing about how much oh my god you know metropolis laid waste by superman because of you know him fight it's like shut the fuck up that was just like that's just stupid look at godzilla godzilla destroyed all of san francisco and an airport and parts of japan and all of that stuff and it's just like to me that was that was uncalled for but i could go to spring breakers it's like that's the movie you want to defend yeah yeah i don't know and you know he's franco's known to be a bit crazy He's not really, I mean, Franco's an awesome guy. I mean, he, he does so much shit. And nine nine out of ten of it is fucking knocked out of the park great. And he's a teacher. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> you know? You can't, I'm not knocking Franco at all. You know, I'm just saying that Spring Breakers isn't... I mean, it I isn't agree the Godfather. That they, yeah, I, I agree. Well, obviously, it's Taxi Driver in some circles, I right, guess. Right. <laughs> yeah, but um, I agree that they should have involved the poorly named Harmony. Who names there? That's a man, too, I think, yeah. if I remember correctly. Harmony. Um, I don't know why they would have to involve Franco. I didn't think he had that much of a stake in it. I thought he just acted in it, but maybe he did. I don't know. 
This movie came out and I didn't give a fuck. I love that movie. I got laid so much on that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real truth. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, yeah, it was the cornrows that was, got me laid so much there was way it, it, filming that movie there was way too many opportunities where you just had to move it to the side real quick <laughs> and hit a broom closet yeah. oh man alright uh, going to uh, gaming news one of the benefits about being uh, a comp- not be- about not being a complete fanboy is that it allows you the ability to look past most of the fanboy hate and think logically. Now, it doesn't lead to splashy hate-filled articles that to get clicks, but it does make things a bit more understandable for people that just want ideas. Here's an, uh, this is another item that we've proven to be correct about. We present to you the Xbox One without Kinect. Back in 2013, Microsoft announced their new Xbox One with Kinect. The clusterfuck that ensued was Microsoft saying that the Kinect was required for the Xbox One to simply operate right after privacy issues came into question. Microsoft reversed its policy. Then Sony announced their $399 price point by removing their camera. Microsoft stated that they had no intention of removing the Kinect. Well, that, uh, quote, Kinect remains an important part of our vision, end quote, didn't last long. Less than seven months later, Microsoft has decided to sell the console without the Kinect for a $100 cheaper price point. Uh, at $399, Microsoft will now sell a system that is very similar to the already available Sony PlayStation 4. Adam and I uh, knew this was coming before the console was even released. Don't run to your local electronics store just yet. You have to wait until June 9th for the version of uh, for that version to become available. The Kinect will be sold separately. In Europe, uh, uh, there will be it will be uh, 349 pounds or 399 euros. Uh, Microsoft claims that they were responding directly to feedback from users who wanted a quote machine with a controller. Uh, what makes this humorous is that many fanboys will turn around and claim that this is an example of the company listening to their user base. I say this is a company that sees the economic advantage to selling it for $100 cheaper. Sony's PlayStation 4 has outsold Xbox since its debut, selling over 7 million consoles. Try to get an exact number from Microsoft, and they will tell you how many consoles were shipped. In the end, Microsoft needed to do something to boost Xbox One numbers, so selling it without the Kinect should have been on the table from the beginning. Some people can say that it was their greed that caused them to go for the extra 100 bucks, but I say that it was their arrogance to think that all Xbox 360 users would pick up the Xbox One. I guess we can see what happened here. But uh, now, I now since this article was written, there's been a news statement that's quite kind of covered it a little that's kind of a I guess tempered it a little bit saying that there's going to be a premium version that's going to have the connect and one that's not kind of like what the uh Wii is doing you know the Wii basic and the Wii deluxe yeah um but uh which I think should have been the should have been it out the door that should have been offered from the get-go that that's my opinion you should have had the option to have them both but they won't. fuck this shit. Don't don't think that all this shit wasn't already planned before the fucking system came out. All these price drops and and release with this missing and that they all they planned that shit <laughs> just to fuck with you. Like I'm gonna buy this console for five hundred bucks and they're like, yep, everyone's gonna buy it for five hundred bucks. And a couple months later, we gonna cut that fucking price, bitches. 
Well, that's the case. That's why you and I remember we've always said never buy it out the door. Wait six months. But at least at least. But people still do it. And see here, you're going to get a hundred bucks cheaper. And we know. Yeah. I mean, that's that's true. There's always going to be this price points. It's always going to be the cuts. But the thing is, is that like now people are saying, what's Sony going to have to do? What's Sony going to do to try to to um, to make up for Xbox? They don't need to. They've already outsold the Xbox. And to Sony be- literally doesn't give a fuck about Microsoft right now. Yeah, and to be honest, I don't think that extra bit is going to really help. Uh, uh, is really going to help Microsoft at this point. And but now they're the reason is is because Sony can just kind of kick back right now because you think about it. They're kind of like, yeah, see, we did what we did because we listened to the gamers. Now you're listening to the gamers. Now you're removing the connect, going to make it optional. You're getting rid of the Netflix, the paywall for Netflix and Hulu and all that streaming shit so you can get them back on your system. It's like, you know, it, it's like, okay, now you're conforming to us, basically meaning that, you know, we were right, you were wrong. You know who they really have to be pissing off with this whole thing is, is the developers that went 100% in with Kinect games. Mm-hmm. Because you, you have all these developers like, oh, the, every Xbox is coming with a Kinect, we can make, a, you know, invest a lot in Kinect games because everyone's going to have one. Right. And they, now not everyone's going to have one. Exactly. Now they're like, well, fuck, you know, now, you know, we got to rethink our shit. Yeah. So it's, whatever, dude. <laughs> I knew they would eventually come out with one without a fucking Kinect. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We talked about that before. It was even was like, yeah, it will. They're doing this now, but they will. They'll eventually drop it down. Because to be honest, I didn't see like as far as a lot of the stuff that came out, they didn't have a whole lot that really utilized the click. Their whole selling point was you could watch TV with voice commands. You could do all of this cool stuff. It's like, yeah, but sometimes you don't want to. I mean, you know, you could do the voice commands on the original Connect. You know, but you know, a lot of times you didn't. I mean, because it's voice commands. You know, I don't know. It's it. There's a button in my hand. It's not that hard. Right. You know. What they need to do is change the fucking interface of Xbox Live. Oh, jeez, horrendous. Fuck, I can't. I can't even fuck with it, man. I was. I went to. uh, I was at work, and they have both set up. You know the PS4. I'll admit the PS4 took a little getting used to it, but once I kind of got it, I was like, "Oh, okay, it just makes sense." Like Sony's always like that. Right. They're not really trying to impress you with their interface. It's just as long as it's comfortable and right. it makes sense. You know, the only flash you see from the PS4 interface is the actual product that you're looking at, not the interface itself. Right. Um, and then the Xbox, I was like, oh, "God, it's Windows 8 bullshit." <laughs> it just looked. It looks bad. It looks like it's designed for children, like little children. You know, and it's just, it's not, it looks like I should be touching my fucking television screen <laughs> to get things to move, yeah. you know, and it's, it's stupid. What's funny, what? though, is that they went through the whole, they went through all that rigmarole to go ahead and uh, sync up and make everything look the same between Windows 8, the tablets, and Xbox Live. And now Xbox Live is going to get a redo, the Windows 8 point one updates gonna get a uh, a redo and then you have the surface it's like what was all of that for yeah well i mean and there's so many memes now and and all this shit of of you know reminding you last year when microsoft uh was standing on their pedestal about no 
the Xbox One requires yeah. the Kinect. There is absolutely no way for this software or this console to not have a Kinect. And now they're going, hey, a Kinectless uh, Xbox. Yeah. You know, it's, it's well, all bullshit. It was the same thing of like, no, no, no. The Kinect has to be connected 24-7 in order to work. It had the constant connection. And then it was like, um, why? Plus with the Kinect that received voice commands and has a camera, it's like, um... And that was probably the worst time. Had it not been around the time that we had all of that NSA bullshit, all of that, you know, privacy issues and stuff like that, I think it would have been a different story. Problem was it was bad timing, which is typically Microsoft. Everything is bad timing. That's kind of my main reason why Sony gets my money when it comes to gaming, because, yeah, they've made mistakes. You know, they've made promises that they a little bold, you know what I mean? But I don't remember Sony Sony's gaming division ever outright lying to me mm. yeah. you know what I mean or, or telling me one thing was required and then a few months later telling me it's not you know it's they, it's like Microsoft assumes everyone's a retard you know like you, it's like oh no this is required no it's not Right. like I know the basics of how technology works and you could design an Xbox One without a Kinect you just don't want to Right. so just say that's not what we're trying to achieve here. Yeah. We want this to be. And then it's different. But they just put their foot in their fucking mouth all the time. Fuck them. I don't want to give them any more time. <laughs> Micro suck. I just ripped <laughs> Windows 8 off of my kid's computer and installed that Linux Mint. You know what I'm talking about? So it is what it is when it is when it isn't. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, a long time ago in a mythical time known as the early 90s. <laughs> There was a genre of video games that burned out only almost as quickly as it came into being. Full motion video games brought a level of realism to gaming that wasn't possible with that era's technology by using real actors, making it more of an interactive movie. Um, that it's, It wasn't as cool as that sounds, <laughs> if you're young and you know this. Um, Night Trap is one of the more well-known of these kinds of games, being a launch title on the ill-fated Sega CD platform. However, it was originally developed for the scrapped scrap before it came out Nemo console from Hasbro in 1987. The footage was purchased by the founders of Digital Pictures in 1992 and ported from there. Now the game is making a comeback. Quote, 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 quote. I do plan to re-release Night Trap and have been talking with a number of interested parties to do so. Game creator James Riley has <laughs> revealed um, in a comment on the game's closed access Facebook fan page. Night Trap has a fan fan page. Wow. That's that's weird to me. Yeah. Um, however, uh, more quote. However, the specific platforms have not yet been confirmed, including online. Okay. And I will let you know once we have a definitive, or definite, not a definitive, <laughs> a definite plan and release schedule. Night Trap will come back in better resolution and gameplay than before. We I hope want, so. <laughs> right? We just want to be sure it's the best strategy for all involved. Okay. It's interesting to note um, that Night Trap was one of the games mentioned during the 1990s congressional hearings about violence in video games. Uh, you might remember those two when we were talking about Mortal Kombat and yeah. shit. Um, of course, by today's standards, it's rather tame. Uh, the game was taken off Toys R Us shelves due to a joint Senate Judiciary and or judici- Judiciary <sighs> Yeah, that one and <laughs> Government Affairs Committee hearing against violent video games If that history lesson doesn't get you interested I don't know what will So You're dead inside 
<laughs> You're dead inside. Night Trap is one of those games. If you were born in the 80s, at least the 80s or before, I think, you have to play this game at least once. If, if you call yourself a gamer. This is one of those gamer cred things. Mm. You have to at least know what the general idea of the game is or have played it. Because if you if if people say like right now we're at a time now, Steve, have you played Night Trap? No. Okay, I've played it. See, see this is yeah. But I wasn't a Sega about. boy. But I wasn't a Sega boy. I knew about That's it. True. But I wasn't a Sega boy. This is a situation. The reason why this game this game is really important historically because I already explained that. But the reason why you get insta insta geek cred if you say oh yeah I've played Night Trap because no one had a fucking Sega CD <laughs> like. Who had a Sega CD? I knew one dude, and I still know him to this day, who had a Sega CD, and we used to go over his house, and and I played Night Trap, and now like this game, the news has come out about this game. I'll hear it work like, oh yeah, some game named Night Trap. I guess it was a big deal. It's like, oh yeah, I played that game. You've played Night Trap. Like now you're like, you're the <laughs> shit now because you played Night Trap of all fucking games. <laughs> the game is horrible. It's like a really cheesy horror movie and there's a, there's a lot of attractive women in it and there's like some kind of slumber party going on like typical bullshit <laughs> and, and, and and the sluts get killed and the yes, uh, and the virgin killed. stays live <laughs> yeah and, and, and the funny thing is when you watch it it's really not that violent it's a horror movie so there's that kind of violence in it but the reason why it was such a buzz is because in the early 90s it was technically a video game Mm. And and video games in the early nineties were considered a, chi- a children's toy. Right. They weren't for that was when making a game for adults, people would be like, why, why would you do that? That doesn't make any sense, you know. So Sega was doing something kind of weird. Well, Hasbro did something kind of weird trying to do it in fucking eighty seven. <laughs> you know, fucking Nemo. That Nemo console was I don't even know how it worked, but it was supposed to use VHS tapes. So I think like every game for it was going to be like this full motion. Oh, right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, like they miss that fucking boat. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, moving on to two, comic news. One of the problems when you try to stay current and late-breaking is that you miss many of the facts, which forces people <laughs> to continuously update their posts with more accurate information. Well, that happened here. Yesterday, or actually two days ago, uh, we talked about uh, some comics being canceled by DC, and it appears there was only half the list of comics that were coming to an end in August. Upon follow-up, we managed to cover, uh, managed to come across three other titles that were coming to the um, to an end at the at August in August as well: Trinity of Sin, The Phantom Stranger, and Trinity of Sin Pandora, as well as Superboy. Uh, they fill out the ranks of the six DC titles that are that they decided to cancel. The other three were All-Star Western, uh, Birds of Prey, and Batwing. A little more than half of these titles were canceled as part of the original 52 comics that uh, were relaunched back in, the, in 2011. I'm refusing to call it the new 52 because it's no longer new. Uh, All-Star Western, Superboy, Birds of Prey, and Batwing will end their run with issue number 34, Phantom Stranger, and Pandora. Uh, were launched in September of 2012 and July of 2013, respectively. Both titles were part of the whole Trinity uh, War event from last year. All six titles were among the lowest-selling DC Comics in recent months. So far, their slate will be replenished by Grayson, the new 
Suicide Squad, Infinity Man, and the Forever People, and a new volume of the Teen Titans, as well as the bi-weekly version of Harley Quinn, which Adam is excited about. Uh, one thing that was positive is that World's Finest wasn't coming to an end with issue 26. Apparently, the text that labeled it as a final issue was an error, and it'll continue on, at least for now. Uh, as DC Comics is getting ready to launch new titles, we knew more titles had to fall, but we'll see how long these titles last. Yeah, I mean, they, DC's just all about cutting the fucking cutting the dead weight. Like, as soon as you go below a certain mark, they're like, nope. Yeah. yeah, I mean, which I mean, this is it's a sound business plan. It just it's kind of a kind of a shitty one from the um from the fan end of it. Yeah, and that's the problem is the fan side of it is is they always think about and the fan side is always very selfish. I mean, it's always I like that title. Why are you cutting it? It's I love that title, and it's just like yeah, but not a lot of you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you liked it, yeah. but the thousands of other people we needed to like it didn't. Yeah, but uh, so. millions of other, but thousands of other copies or hundreds of thousands of other copies of customers went to Batman instead. Yeah, because we have various Batman titles, which I'm surprised the only Batman title of these coming out is really Grayson, and even that's just a new Nightwing. Yeah, it's true. Well, see, the funny thing is everybody complains about DC. Oh, DC, all they do is make Batman titles. They do that because people read them. Right. You know, the, the society... you assholes read it. You buy it. Read it, yeah. <laughs> if everyone started reading fucking The Flash all the time, they'd come out with six Flash books. Yeah. You know, so it just depends on what people are doing. It's like I tell people all the time, because they're like, oh, fucking most, most Hollywood movies are trash, and blah, blah, blah. It's like they're just making what people will watch. Everyone will see those movies. Most people. So yeah. That's why they make them. It's like you know, it's, people wonder, like, like it's like people that are like, uh, it's like, why does Tyler Perry make so many movies? His movies suck, but people watch them because there's a large group of people that will watch it, and they're cheap to make. Because, Extremely cheap. Because just people in a room talking, yeah, and it's it, that most of them are played by him. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you even have to pay him. Yeah, exactly. You know? He's paying himself, yeah. so it doesn't, it's whatever. <laughs> anyway, so DC might not be dominating uh, the box offices around the world when it comes to feature films, but their animated film lineup has always been top shelf quality. Uh, Warner Brothers Animation has announced an Aquaman animated film will lead into 2015 and will, quote, be something of a new 52 origin story for Aquaman. Meaning sources tell us at the start of the film, he won't know much, if anything, about his connection to Atlantis, his place in their royal family, and his destiny to be their king. So, of course, what is an Aquaman film without Ocean Master, <laughs> who will be voiced by Sam Witwer? Uh, this, makes, this makes sense, seeing as the villain was seen at the end of Justice League War with a declaration of war. Um, I'm excited about this, this one in and think Aquaman is a very underrated character. While the source of while the source of many jokes for only being useful around water, which isn't really true, uh, you have to remember that most of the Earth is covered in water. Just saying. <laughs> Fuck you and your science. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's, well, people are so dumb because like, oh, he's only useful if they're if they're if they're fighting in the ocean. I'm like, he's one of the strongest superheroes in, in DC's lexicon. Like he'll he can punch people through walls. He's not he's not like he gets on dry land and he flops around like a fucking fish. <laughs> you know, he's he's badass, you know. I mean, yeah, he has better powers 
when you're by the ocean because he controls ocean life and the water and all that. But he can control water outside of the ocean. So he can make a puddle slap you in the face if he wants to. <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. A puddle slap you in the face. Just saying. He can do whatever he wants. Water, water. Man. Um, <laughs> he... I think this he is... He can make is, a fish dick slap you if he wants. Right? The bit where it says that he won't know much about... In the beginning, he doesn't know that he's... Um, the heir to Atlantis kind of makes a lot of sense when you think about um, the Justice League animated movie because a lot of people are like oh you know they completely took Aquaman and I was one of them they completely took Aquaman out and they put they put um, Shazam Shazam in as a more dominant role because in the book Shazam was a secondary story at the end of the yeah. book yeah. Um, like they replaced him blah 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 it's like well now it makes sense if in that time frame he didn't know that he was who he was so now we need to get to the setup and we you know they, that would be half of the movie trying to f watching him figure out he's fucking Aquaman before think, they actually get to anything and, and in the end I think looking at this I think it, uh, it, it's actually kind of cool because it's an Aquaman solo movie like we've had so many solo movies of everyone else it's it kind of I will allow them to say like hey you know what Aquaman isn't a laughable character it can actually it's it's a solo title it's been a solo title in comics for a long time it can he can do a movie too live action eh, but you know I never really understood why Aquaman is so like made fun of he's no he's no more ridiculous than any of the other ones <laughs> if you really think about it, Firestar or you know some of the other trashy names they have. Yeah, like even even the name aside, like his his you know his power list and and what he can do. Well, I think the problem is strictly became from the Justice League cartoon series because he was a little silly in the cartoon. Yeah, and he was a little useless too. Yeah, and they're like, oh, no, 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 when he would talk to talk to his fish animal friends, you know. <laughs> You forgot that sound effect, huh? I did. <laughs> the little rings that would pop out from his head. Jesus. Because we could, we have to convey that he's talking to the animals with his it's mind. Like, can you tell this Echo the Dolphin asshole to sit the fuck down? <laughs> yeah, that version of him sucks. But the comic version of him is pretty badass. And you know, the cool thing about it is, too, and, and this is a lot. Even in the video game, Injustice, he's fucking pretty badass in that game oh, yeah and and one, he, one he thing kills about, you with the trident <laughs> yeah i know one thing about aquaman that's pretty badass for especially nowadays is his whole storyline's a lot of intrigue and backstabbing and you know kingdom type shit you know and that's wrong. all the rage yeah that's all the rage fucking now yeah you know this game of thrones shit and all that stuff i'm not saying aquaman's fucking game of thrones but i'm just saying you know, that that part of it's very interesting. Hey, that... summer is coming. <laughs> the surf is coming. High tide really... is coming. There you go. I think that's the problem. It's too easy to make fun of Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to check it out, though. So I'll yeah. see how that goes. Well, I watch all of them anyway, so. Nah. Because that's, if DC does anything right, it's their animated movies. Fuck yeah, dude. They just need to do their, their, their regular film movies their live action stuff right all right moving into technology news when you purchased your first lte phone didn't the speed seem ridiculously fast 
As suspected, when more people joined that network, speeds slowed down. You may also have noticed that Verizon has been buying up w or AWS wireless spectrum last year. Well, it seems they are finally going to be putting that to some use starting next week. According to online reports, Verizon is planning to release their XLTE banner on May 19th. You've probably already seen the commercials for them. Well, what does that mean? No, it doesn't mean you'll be faster and you'll and more like true LTE that many other countries have. It means they'll just double the bandwidth and higher peaks and um, for higher peaks. Uh, yeah, and higher peaks. Uh, reports have suggested that not everyone will have access to it or can even work on the ASW ne AWS network. It suggests that there will be rollouts of updates for customers that allow them to access their network, but newer phones such as the HTC One and the Galaxy S5 are already XLTE ready. It's been receiving positive reviews in test areas where they notice big performance boost, but it will we'll have to see what happens when it reaches the wild. Uh, this makes sense since many other companies are attempting to cash in on Verizon's crowded network. However, it seems that many companies are getting bogged down, but T-Mobile has been using the extra spectrum to bolster their LTE network. While the while there are critics to, um, to the move, which doesn't allow um, doesn't uh, allow LTE to match the overseas markets, you can really uh, you really can't get too angry over a company that wants to increase speeds for their customers. However, when the companies are fighting for every subscriber they have, this could be a big move in the onslaught to keep their customers with them. Because, you know, the more bandwidth, the it's going to level out everything else so that people will get that true 4G. Because I've noticed my 4G phone has kind of slowed down a bit. Yeah, yeah I've, I've noticed that too. To be, and I'm not and even on Verizon. Yeah, you're on T-Mobile, which is yeah. I, I think been... I think 4G in general is slowing down because yeah. even if they're not saying it, I think they're all slowing it down a little bit yeah. and trying to like quote unquote optimize the network, yeah. which just means slow everybody down. Right. Which never understood. I never understood because you're still using the same amount of bandwidth. It doesn't matter how fast it's coming to you. But you know. Yeah. Fuck them all. Yeah. When they Everything's got, they, bullshit. They got to slow you down when you're trying to watch that porn. I know what the fuck. I know. I mean, no, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Jeez. Some of you may have heard that on Thursday, text to 911 went into effect for most of the major carriers. However, if you get into trouble, you are still urged to call in. The major problem at this moment is not everyone is available to do that as of today. If you are unable to use that option now, don't worry because you will be you will by the end of the year. The FCC announced in 2012 that the service would be available to all wireless customers by the end of 2014. If you are in an emergency situation that prevents you from making a normal voice call to 911, you can use the text option. Keep in mind that emergency services are un unable to trace text messages original location so you would have to give as much information as possible you know like an address or something <laughs> you know like an address or something yeah um, highway marker the... where they're about to bury you you know things like right. that <laughs> exactly the position of aquarius over the horizon would be most helpful exactly um, i'm at 43 to... apogee <laughs> hey you know that you know that 7-eleven 
right next to it. Yeah. You always had that one friend. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, hey, where you at? I'll come get you. Oh, I'm, I'm right by the Walmart. Fuck you. I'm even picking you up now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> According to the current list made available by the FCC, many rural areas in a few countries um, have that function, but it should include everyone by December. Uh, oh, no, not countries. I'm sorry, counties. counties. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I know. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you can check out the list uh, if you go to the lazygeeks.com. I have a link there to check it out. I'll put the. Um, I'll also put the link in the show notes. Oh, good, good, good. So it's cool because there are situations where maybe someone broke into your home and you're upstairs. You don't want to be like, hey, this motherfucker in the house. You know, you don't want to like, he's rummaging through your shit in the kitchen and you're upstairs. You don't want to make it known that you're upstairs. You're going through a real life taken, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and the operator's going to sit there and go, okay, you're going to be taken now. <laughs> exactly. No, I think it's, I think any any extension on how you can um contact emergency services is always a good thing yeah so well the, the, yeah. Only, the only problem is if if the emergency services are anything like some of my friends i'm gonna <laughs> text them they're not gonna text me back for like four fucking hours right exactly dead by then <laughs> uh but and the thing that kind of that kind of sucks is that it is a lot in rural areas like some remote towns in like texas and like Delaware and just like some like no major metropolitan areas so we'll have to see but it's supposed to be out by the end of the year so they got six months mm -hmm. just like they have six months until we get hoverboards and shit six so. months in 18 you know what on that real quick the hoverboard thing everyone's been saying that now even people that have never seen back to the future they keep see, saying that I call shenanigans yeah, they go, hey, man, 2015, we're supposed to have hoverboards. And I'm like, if that were true, then in 1985, you would have had a fucking time machine. <laughs> so settle down. <laughs> I want to dress like Biff, you know, in <laughs> next year. With that fucking I helmet want, and shit. <laughs> I want to dress like Biff only so I can do that part where they were in the diner and he stands up and goes... <laughs> That's true, Beast Mode. <laughs> I want that extendable bat. <laughs> That's what I want. That was super pimp. <laughs> he was a little. He was a little off in the second one. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he was. Uh, all right. Well, many times people, companies, or someone does something that is straight up bitch, and this is a section of the podcast bitch. called "This Week's Bitch." This week's this bitch. Sorry, this bitch. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking up the, the universe. universe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, if we could make that into a theme if we didn't have to pay for that. Oh Jesus. That would have been awesome. Fuck <laughs> it up, the universe. Right. <laughs> this uh this story I got from the Huffington Post. Late last couple of weeks we've been doing actual like, you know, companies and things that just doing something stupid. This one here was just something just it's kind of like a what the fuck. Um all right, so this comes from the Huffington Post. A 49-year-old Tennessee man was arrested after making an unusual deposit at a Murfreesboro ATM. Police say Lonnie Hutton walked into a Boro bar and grill, pulled down his pants, and tried to have sex with an automated banking machine. Uh <laughs> Wait, say that again? <laughs> uh, police say Lonnie Hutton walked into a borough bar and grill, pulled down his pants, 
and tried to have sex with an automated banking machine. For the love of Monday. <laughs> Dude. People are going real fucking crazy lately. I know, right? Uh, officers arriving on the scene say they saw him walking around the bar nude, thrusting his hips in the air. <laughs> like a fucking man. Yeah. What is it in the song, uh, The Golden Rule? Uh, helicopter dick. <laughs> helicopter, helicopter dick. dick. <laughs> to impress a chick. Helicopter dick. <laughs> Doing at that moment, you walk in and go, Hey, watch this. You have to do the sound effect. Was he doing the sound effect? That I need to know. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, the thing is, though, is that um, I think the weed is just too strong. <laughs> people, people, people smoke a J real quick and they're like, Fucked up. <laughs> oh my god. some angel dust in it. Allison Tebow's chicken coop. <laughs> Maybe this is just a recent um, a resurgence of bath salts. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, Hutton was taken outside in order to sit on a, at a wooden picnic table. Police say he then exposed himself again and engaged in inter sexual intercourse with the wooden picnic table. Of course he did. Of course he did. Because why did it have a hole on top? That's what I want to know. Did it have a hole on top where the umbrella is supposed to go in? Oh my god. <laughs> Officer, I mean, what the fuck, dude? Was it was it painted a certain color? Was it asking for it? That's what I want. It was it was painted blue. It was asking for it. <laughs> I don't even I don't even know. I don't I don't know what to say. Uh officers noted that in the police report that Hutton smelled of alcohol. <laughs> had slurred speech, bloodshot eyes, and was unsteady on his feet. Uh, he was charged with public intoxication and taken to Rutherford County Jail on $250 bond and due in court on July 1st. $250 bond? <sighs> Obviously, that happens a lot down there, I'm assuming. Well, to be honest, it's just public indecency. That's really all he did. Like, it sounds really bad, but he just... Public indecency, public intoxication. That's really all he did. Yeah. I mean, he didn't murder anybody. <laughs> and they, they, obviously, he probably wasn't that impressive down there because they didn't mention, like, you know. Like, was his pants, I'm like, his pants were off, but I didn't really notice anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, you know, they would have to, you know, and, and nobody, and there's no quotes in here, like, from, like, bar goers because that's what I want to know is like dude that shit was hanging to the ground <laughs> it was scraping the floor <laughs> there'd be there'd be people sitting there just looking scared like I don't I don't know what was in between his legs but I am frightened for my children <laughs> and then you, find, then you find out it was me fucking that table <laughs> it's interesting the, <laughs> the picture does look a little out of focus but it does look like it does look like Adam <laughs> Was it Matthew McConaughey? And he was like, all right, all right. <laughs> when asked his name, all he said was, all right, all right, all right. Was enough identification to know that was Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. This is amazing. Amazing. Oh, my God. It's just, was... You know what? It's, it's funny, too, because I know he's the, he's the this bitch of the week, but 
I, I applaud the man. I really do. Because in, in a world of conformity and of 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 um of, of skittish sensibilities, uh, whoop his dick out and fucked an ATM. Yeah. You have to you have to commend that. Yeah. Fuck the money. <laughs> Literally. Maybe he was making a statement like fuck capitalism mm. and and fuck picnics, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> fuck picnics. <laughs> fuck picnics. Sick of this shit. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna cry. It's, it's too funny. I can't do it. Uh, yeah, instead of flipping the table, I decided to fuck the table. Oh. Right. <laughs> uh, did he finish? Because that's you know. I can only assume. I, I mean, mean, you. I mean, get, come on. You know, I mean, you know, those ATM machines can be a little frigid. You know, so. They're all they're mo- and. As we've said in previous uh, previous articles, most ATMs are running um, XP and two. So did he catch something? Oh yeah, because the you, ATM. you know they're not protected anymore. So, all right. <laughs> Get tested, man. <laughs> Your clinics are free. Don't you know, don't fuck around. <laughs> if you'd like to recommend a this bitch for this uh, the podcast, please recommend it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash thelazygeeks, or mention it to us on Twitter at thelazygeeks, one word, uh, using the hashtag this bitch. You can even email us on the website, thelazygeeks.com. All right, uh, that's going to do it for us. So be sure to rate us on iTunes or the website, thelazygeeks.com. Leave us a comment because we don't know how we're doing unless you tell us. And that's it for another edition of the Lazy Geeks podcast. Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. So until next time, a peace out. Shall we start this bitch? I guess. <laughs> you got all your tabs closed? <laughs> yeah. All right, so... I need a hero! <laughs> all right, and... Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks Podcast. I'm Stephen Vargas. And I'm still Adam Riley. And hopefully that will never change. Many people say that. Because <laughs> I'm amazing. And I barely mean it. Fuck you. <laughs> you mean it 110%. How is, how is Google... This is completely off point. How is Google Chrome on version 36 when Firefox is on version 29? <laughs> well, actually, remember there was a the time where they were like very seldom updating their shit. Like, people were kind of getting annoyed with them because they were taking so long to update their stuff. Oh, Firefox? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, that was way back in the day. Yeah, so, obviously. Well, Google they, Google kept on chugging along, I guess. Yeah, they didn't uh, They didn't do a renumbering scheme. <laughs> no. um, I like the new Firefox. That's what I'm using right now. Ugh. <laughs> is it sexy? It is, like, actually. Like that Pamela Horton picture? 
If you guys aren't following Pamela Horton, normally she has... Not in real life. Please don't yeah. follow her in real life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, leave That's that. That's weird. Leave that for Adam and Channing Tatum. <laughs> yeah. Just, let, 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 you're just going to obstruct my view. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, if you follow her on like Facebook or Instagram, especially Instagram, normally her pictures are like cute, like her at the Playboy, you know, being a Playboy bunny or whatever. But today, oh my God, she had this picture oh. in like total, like, well, she hashtag like every possible. <laughs> Like what was it? Sc- school teacher hashtag school teacher librarian, librarian um, <laughs> anal like it, just all the normal. <laughs> no, she didn't. No, that was you when you had that. <laughs> <laughs> wishing. Yeah, but oh man, dude, it's just, it, and it was simple too. Like the the long skirt, the high. She heels, had a the, pencil skirt on. Yeah, the pencil, pencil skirt, skirt and a blouse, and and the glasses, and it was just like you saw just the way she was, and the and the caption was come into my office. It was like, I already did. <laughs> oh, I came into something. But it was a sock. <laughs> so <laughs> it's funny because I'm, I'm It looking. was on my wife. <laughs> her, her, see, I don't follow her on Instagram because I don't have an Instagram, but it's the same pictures that are on Facebook. Yeah. Um, the cool thing about her is she actually is a fucking nerd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like she, posted, she posted a picture of her when she was real, like, I think 15. And she's like a straight tomboy and like oh, yeah. a baseball team yeah, playing World of Warcraft. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I saw that. I was like, going, was she playing like WoW or something like that? Yeah, yeah she was. <laughs> it's so fucking awesome. And now she's just like stupid hot. It, like you probably know, she was like one of those that didn't really get a lot of guys' attention or anything like that. Now every dude in the planet wants to fuck her. And they're all all the people in the and, past are like, fuck. <laughs> Why did I? Why did I dismiss this one? <laughs> because you're stupid. That's why. I mean, she has a fucking Triforce nightlight on her damn desk. What are we doing? What are we doing with our lives? You know. What's going on here? You know. Where did she get that? It's fucking awesome. I know, right? Oh man. But uh, speaking of images, this one was a close second. <laughs> um. Uh, Batman. Get the first look at Batman. And the mm-hmm. and the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder decided to take a picture on Instagram or something <laughs> with a cool little filter, and uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you you can check out the, uh, I'll probably put these in the show notes when I post them. The link for uh, if you haven't seen it on any of the million sites on right now, um, you can see the uh, the the uh, Batman next to the Batmobile. What do you think about what do you think about the costume? Sorry, I was taking a sip of my drink. Um, I think the costume's on point. Like, I don't think. I think that. Let me pull. You know what? Let me pull the picture up real quick. I noticed the ears weren't quite as big as what we. Because I, I kind of, I saw it, but I don't, I can't see it in my head. Uh, let's just put in Batman. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> let's see. It looks very, um... It looks more like a one-piece, like what we used to see in the older Batman movies. I'm trying to remember the time period. It, it looks very... I want to say early 80s, but I might be off. Um, his ears used to look like that. Yeah, it kind for, of reminded... Yeah, it kind of reminded me of the whole Dark Knight Returns kind of ears. Well, the thing is, it, when his ears looked like that, it was when it really started to get gritty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's... 
I like the bat. The the Batmobile looked dope because there was another picture too that showed the back of the Batmobile. Yeah, it kind of reminded it, me of the old school Batmobile, like what we used to see yeah. in other movies, or like what we see in like uh, Arkham Asylum and stuff like that. Right, right, right. I I like the suit. I like how it's a little more two tone. It looks a little more two tone anyway. It's a black and white picture, but it looks like his his uh, his shirt is um, grayer. Yeah. than the rest which I, I like which would fit the time period of the years um I don't know I think he looks fine looks like fucking Batman doesn't he yeah it's really so based off this image you think the movie's gonna suck <laughs> right <laughs> Cause... based off this image I can tell you exactly how much it's gonna make it's opening weekend <laughs> exactly if I was a retard <laughs> Um, you know, the, it, it's cool. It was very, very cool of Snyder to, to release this. I mean, he didn't have to do this. The movie isn't coming out for quite some time. Yeah. You know, he didn't have to release an image of anything, especially with all the heat and stuff like that. But, I mean, he he looks the part. That's yeah. all I can say. He definitely looks good. I, I'm not seeing him moving or anything. Right. A gif would have been nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little five-second gif of him walking or something. But well, I say to him, crushing the views. So there's no way you can legally say this unless there was something completely at fault. Like if he, if he was making an allegation that, yeah, and he made an assertion that, yeah, they're probably faking these things because they had a bad experience. You know what? I've read reviews, and I've read reviews that have been horrible and good. So I kind of go, okay, we'll find the... You know, try to find the common ground in all of them, and then you know maybe maybe it was user error, but if a lot of other comments were saying that it was just as bad too, you probably have a shit device. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, if you oh go ahead. No, that's that was it. <laughs> all right. If you like to recommend a this bitch for the podcast, please recommend it on our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash/thelazygeeks, or mention it to us on Twitter at thelazygeeks using the hashtag this bitch. Uh, you can even email it to us on the website, thelazygeeks.com. Uh, all right, we just had one comment this week um, that we got from our Facebook page from Amador talking about my uh, cancellation of uh, community. He <laughs> made it plain and simple. You can save it, Stephen. <laughs> so, you know. Oh, wait a minute. Now now it's serious. <laughs> yeah. See, now. So now I have, a, now I have a, a, a civic duty to try to convince Mark. If I don't see a season six it's your fault six seasons in a movie remember that's right <laughs> i still remember that when uh they did that whole episode with the cape and yeah. op-ed was like six seasons in a movie <laughs> my only question throughout that whole thing is what kind of movie would that be that would be a, it, it would be a weird movie it wouldn't yeah i don't yeah. know yeah just annie dancing around oh man Oh, I there was there was a uh, I, I I haven't watched it yet. I have it all on my DVR. But they have a they had a GI Joe animated episode. Yeah, I know. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, and of course Annie's dressed up as a sailor with a really skimpy kind of tie top. With yeah, but I think they're they're the actual what from what I've been told they're the actual GI Joe figures the entire movie. Yeah, the entire show. But she's they have her in the animation like. You know, like busty top and like little short shorts. <laughs> I was like, in the course. animation. Yeah, and I'm like, of course, of course, you have Annie dressed like that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, be sure to rate us on iTunes or on the website, thelazygeeks.com. Leave us a comment because we don't know how we're doing unless you tell us. And that is it for another edition of the Lazy Geeks podcast. Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. So until next time, a peace out. 
Au revoir.